Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Big thanks goes out today to Ace Andrews. Have you joined the I Work For Him Nation yet? Just a quick shout out to ask you to consider. Take my personal challenge to go out to iWorkForHim.com, iWorkTheNumberForHim.com, and join the iWorkRam Nation. This is a place where you make a commitment between you and the Lord to start making an impact on your workplace by praying for those people that you work alongside each and every day, by looking for ways to serve those people that you work alongside, by looking for ways to befriend those coworkers and employees that you're alongside every day, because when you befriend them and you do things outside of the workplace, that is when you start to make an impact because of relationship. All along, being a person, an employee, a manager, a supervisor, an owner of excellence, so that no matter what you do, you're glorifying the Lord with what you do each and every day. It takes a paradigm shift in your minds in order to recognize that the Lord is doing incredible work in your life and he doesn't need your help. He just needs you to be willing and to be a servant. Romans 12, 2 says this, don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. As Christ followers in the United States of America today, we need to change the way we think. We've got to reject what the world says is acceptable and look to the Bible, the Word of God, to see what He finds acceptable. And you know, just a challenge out there today. We're talking today about a pretty serious subject, but it's going to be a lot of fun. But understand this, when you commit your life to Christ, when you when you finally die to self and give and surrender to Jesus Christ and put him as Lord of your life, a lot of people will tell you out there, well, your, your life's going to be perfect because if you follow Jesus, you'll be healthy, you'll be wealthy, you'll be wise. But the scriptures don't say that. The scriptures do say, my burden is is easy. My yoke is light and my burden is easy. But it says we'll still have burden. It, Jesus said people will hate us. It, it, it said there was going to be conflict, that in our families, if we follow Jesus, there's going to be conflict. Just because you have, have adversity in your life doesn't mean there's something wrong with your relationship with Jesus. God uses adversity in our life in order to shape us from who we are to who we can use more effectively. And we're going to talk today with two people who understand that incredibly well. We've got Oz and Pamela Hillman on the air today with us. Oz Hillman is a guy that really led me to being a follower and an understanding of marketplace ministry through his devotionals a decade ago. And he just recently got married to Pamela Winderweedle. Pamela Hillman now is also has a ministry called Shabar Ministries. And we're going to hear from both of them. Oz and Pamela, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank hey, you. Jim. Hey, good, so, to, 
Good to be with you again. Well, you know, I, I, I'm so excited about this upcoming Joseph Calling Conference that you guys have in Atlanta. When I read about it on one of your daily emails, I'm like, wow, we got to talk about this on the air because I understand the Joseph Calling on, on, somebody, on somebody's life. I read your book, your phenomenal book that I've given away at least two dozen times, The Upside of Adversity, one of the greatest books ever on the understanding of this principle. And, and and I wish it was you know you could keep getting more and more copies because it's it's phenomenal. I should have at least a dozen with me at any time because people really struggle with this. But let's just step back a minute from the Joseph Calling Conference coming up in Atlanta in September and just talk about what Christ is doing in your guys' life. Pamela, ladies first, tell me about how you've seen the Lord get involved in the intimate details of your life recently. Well, it's. Um... That's probably broad because uh, just bringing us and I together is is miraculous because neither of us were looking. I hadn't been married for 15, well, 16 years, and he hadn't been in a relationship for seven years. Neither of us were looking, but God said suddenly for such a time as this, the time is now. So, but on a daily basis, he gives me revelation. It is incredible when I, I speak his face and not his hand. It It is like just so empowering. Just the other day, I was in prayer, fell asleep, and Oz came in the room. Uh, I had gone into the day room for prayer. The Lord woke me at one o'clock in the morning and I I thought it was five, so I went in there for my daily devotion, as I usually do, but so Oz came in, and and I was like, what time is it? And I said, decoding the Bible, decoding, and he said, what? I said, I fell asleep, but the Lord gave me this, this vision, and the Bible was in front of me, and it was breathing. It was literally like a heart, like, like a stomach going up and down. It was breathing. It was alive. And, and as I'm speaking about it, I have chills all over my body. And all of a sudden, in one paragraph, these words would light up, and they were gold, and they were bright. And then in another paragraph, another section of words, or here and there periodically, would light up. And all of a sudden, they all just ran together as a sentence. And, and I heard in my spirit, decoding the Bible. And I thought, wow, wow, how incredible is that? So that's just one of many, but uh, that is just recently, about uh, a couple of weeks ago, that he gave me that one, and just numerous things he gives me. That's fantastic. And I got to be—I got to tell you, audience, this is a special privilege for me. Now, Oz Hillman's been on the air with me two or three other times, but Oz Hillman and his daily devotionals, being faithful to the Lord, sending out daily devotionals, in 2006, somebody forwarded one to me. And because of Oz's testimony and his daily devotions, I understood that my faith and my work were supposed to be interconnected, not just connected like a Lego, interlaced and connected like a tapestry. And as I learned to understand that, what an amazing thing a decade later that we're talking on the air and that the Lord has used iWork for him to reach out to Marketplace Ministries from sea to shining sea. So Oz, as you come on, I want to thank you personally for being faithful and for challenging me, even though you didn't know me. I was just one of 250,000 people that were receiving that devotional. But thanks for being faithful. Thanks for taking time to invest in me because your faithfulness has impacted 
thousands of people on literally every continent of the world, not only through your ministry, but the ministry that God has given us. Thank you, Jim, and thank you for your obedience to follow through as God pricked your heart and really spoke to you. And so you never know how God's going to use some simple truths to move us into our destiny. And it's so humbling when you think simple truths. Let's talk about keeping it simple, but just talk. How has the Lord shown himself to you, Oz, recently in those intimate details of your life? Well, you know, Pamela and I were talking about this as uh, few minutes ago and, you know, talking about, okay, what are we going to share? And so immediately when I read that question, I thought of a situation we had a few months ago before we were married in which, um, you know, we were we were walking through a season of, uh, you know, in terms of trying to confirm whether God was calling us to marriage. And I was, I was just at a time of seeking the Lord about it. And you know, one of the things that's happened in Pamela's life over the years is is that uh, God would give her a, uh, actually a sighting of a hawk almost every day. And when she would see that hawk, there would she would cite a scripture verse that was representative of her call to really free the captives. And uh, so she would often quote that verse every time she'd see one. So, you know, a hawk was very special to her. And so I was seeking the Lord about this and really crying out to the Lord for confirmation. I was walking around a lake, and all of a sudden, literally within five to ten seconds after I prayed that prayer, a hawk came right over my shoulder and landed in a tree five feet from me. And it didn't go anywhere. It just sat there and looked at me. And I said, wow, Lord, you know, what are the chances of that happening within five to ten seconds after I've prayed that prayer. And so I think sometimes, you know, God can speak in very unusual ways to us to just let us know, yep, I'm here, I'm here. Amen to that. And it's so important that we recognize His involvement in those daily spots in our life. A lot of times people think, well, God really cares about what I do on Sunday, but you know better than anybody else how how He cares about every minute of our day and how He wants to be interconnected with us every minute of the day. And that's really what the Joseph Calling Conference is all about. I'd love for you to just talk about the Joseph Calling and what that is. Well, Jim, back in 1994, I went through a major crisis. I had uh, family losses. I had major financial losses. I had losses in my business. I, uh, and and all of that happened within a short period of time. And it led me into a seven-year season. But two years into that season where I was really struggling as a Christian with a lot of shame for some of the failures I'd experienced, I was uh, couldn't make sense of it. Then I met a man named Gunnar Olson who um, spoke into my life, and he said, Oz, you have a Joseph calling on your life. Sure, you've probably made some mistakes, but what you need to realize is the call is bigger than the mistakes. And uh, and he said, it's a marketplace call in which you are a spiritual and physical provider for others. And so that began a journey for me. I walked out of the room that day, uh, you know, uh, having an understanding that God had a process that I, I was not familiar with as it relates to modern-day men and women in the workplace. And so that uh, really took me down a path of understanding that there are many Josephs out there who are in their pits, who are struggling to make sense of their adversity and why they were allowed to have this loss or that loss. And and so 
it's really opened the part of our ministry to serve those people, to help them, just like Gunnar helped me, to understand the processes of a call that often, you know, turns the Valley of Achor, which means trouble in in uh, Hebrew in the Old Testament of Hosea, into a door of hope. And uh, God used Joseph to turn his 13 years of adversity into second-in-command, to have great influence on his culture. And so we're having this conference to help people who are either in their pit, coming out of their pit, or maybe haven't even gone in their pit yet, to understand this process. Not everybody has it, but many do have this call on their life. How would somebody be able to identify whether they've got a Joseph calling on their life? Well, I think the the primary way is that when people say your name or think of you, they think of the adversity tied to it. It's people who have gone through adversity that often defines their life. Uh, For instance, when you think of Joseph, you think of the adversity you went through. So when you think of this person, do you think of an adversity? Or do they identify themselves through the adversity either they've gone through or overcome? I mean, that's the case with Pamela. She overcame an incredible, uh, you know, history of sexual abuse in her life that led her to make some poor choices, but she now calls herself a Josephine. I like that. Now, you wrote this book, The Upside of Adversity, which, like I said in the opening segment, the great—I mean, it's a phenomenal book. I've given it away dozens of times. Do you still have copies of that book available? Oh yeah, it is. Sure if you're if you're out there listening today and you are going through a lot of adversity in your life, this is a book you need to get. You can go to marketplaceleaders.org and get a copy of this book. It is such a phenomenal book. It is org, isn't it? As all of a sudden I said that, and I'm like, is it org or is it com? Marketplace Leaders. Yes, marketplaceleaders.org. org. Okay, that's what I thought. Sorry, that's what I, I went off of memory, and all of a sudden I started questioning myself. That's a book. Go out there and get a copy. Would you be willing to give away a copy? of Upside Adversity. I, I meant to ask this ahead of time. I apologize. Oh, I'm doing it on live radio. Sure. but be glad to. Sure. It, it ministered to me so much, and I've handed... My book is actually now coming apart in the scenes because I have given it to so many people and said, listen, it's my last copy. you got to give it back after you're done reading it. Because it really speaks to people about the truth. It's your testimony, but it really explains how the Lord used adversity to prepare you for where you're at right now, delving deep, being one of the leaders in the marketplace ministry movement, which today has become the hope for the the church in the United States of America. Without the ministries of the marketplace ministries, we'd be we'd be losing uh, forward momentum. But you were like that first pebble along with Billy Graham that actually started some of this tidal wave of marketplace ministry around the country. So I'd love to give away a copy of that. I'll do that during our book highlight segment during the next segment. Talk to me about you and Pamela are, are starting are doing this first annual Joseph Calling Conference. What what made you decide let let's let's do this as a conference. Yeah, well, um, Pamela and I both feel like that we've got a story to share and encouragement because we're on the other side of our major adversity, but we learned so much in our pits, if you will, that are is now being used to help others. And there's a lot of people out there that don't have the, the opportunity to meet a Gunnar Olson like I did, but they're questioning, they're living in a lot of shame, failure, disappointment. And they really can't make sense of of their adversity. Many of them might ask, oh, God, why are you punishing me? And yet it might not be that at all. It may be that God is 
uh, upgrading them, as, as uh, Graham Cook often says, to a new assignment, a new influence. And certainly that's what God did with me. He turned those seven years into an international ministry that took me to 26 countries and now written 17 books. And for Pamela, God is using her in a prison ministry that is impacting women who have, like herself, have had to, have to overcome very damaging life and family uh, experiences growing up. Well, and Pamela, let's just, when you, it, what's fantastic about this conference is that you're going to speak from a woman's perspective, which is really hard for Oz and, and, and uh, Gerard and Bradley Stewart and Simon Dixon to do. None of them can speak from a woman's perspective. You're going to bring a unique perspective. In 30 seconds, because we're heading to a break, talk about, just give me a little hint on what you're going to bring to that conference. Well, um, I'm going to speak on my um the tools the Lord gave me to to bring about the deliverance that takes it has to take place in every person, not just women and not just people that are in prison. It's the people on the outside are are imprisoned more than some of them on the inside, to be honest. And mm-hmm. and it's just um, you know the healing. We have to go back into those wounds that took place in most of our childhood. Share with the ladies in the audience and the men in the audience on how to escape from the prison that they're holding themselves in. Yes. Well, I I call it purging into position because all of the the stuff that the world continually impacts into our minds and our souls, we we have to get that purge, and that's what the Holy Spirit does. So I'm just basically going to be talking about um, the process the Lord took me through and the tools that he's given me to do that. Wow, that's fantastic. And you've got quite a story, and there's a lot of videos out there under your under your prior name, prior to being Pamela Hillman, Pamela Winderweedle. If you do her if you type that in on a YouTuber and a general uh, uh, search on Google, you can find out and hear some of Pamela's testimony in multiple different places. It, it's powerful, and I love the fact that you're going to bring that female perspective to the Joseph Calling Conference. Now, Oz, you're holding this in Atlanta on the 23rd and 24th of September. Talk to people, talk to our listeners about how they can get involved and how they can get signed up. Yeah, if they go to our website at marketplaceleaders.org, that's marketplaceleaders.org, they will see a banner on the front of our website that talks about the Joseph Calling. And uh, we also have Gerard Long and his wife, Jeannie. They'll be sharing. And we kind of have three tracks to this. Uh, One is family adversity, another is business, and then the uh, uh, one that Pamela we'll be speaking to is overcoming uh, adversity as it relates to, you know, addiction and things like of that nature that families can often run into. And so it should be uh, a conference that will really give people encouragement if they're really in a hard place. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. So they can go out to the, your website, marketplaceleaders.org, and then click on the Joseph Calling Conference and find out about it. It's in Atlanta on the 23rd and 24th of September, which is just seven hours north of Tampa Bay. But if you're in Atlanta, it's right around the corner. We got people listening in Atlanta. We got people listening all over the country. Everybody, Delta flies into Atlanta from anywhere in the country and then flies somewhere else. You can get to Atlanta very easily and jump on the train. And, and, well, it's right downtown, isn't it? Well, actually, it's literally on the runway of the Atlanta airport. 
So it's in the Renaissance Hotel, so it's really easy for people to come in and get out. They don't have to have a car. They can literally take a uh, shuttle from the airport shuttle to the hotel and not have to worry about all the traffic and stuff. You've got um, some other people joining you on the podium for the Joseph Calling Conference. Uh, talk to about talk to me about what Gerard and Jeannie Long are going to be talking about. Well, Gerard and Jeannie have uh, gone through an incredible adversity themselves, where they lost two adult children to very unusual accidents. And um, what uh, their journey is about is understanding. Uh, how to reconcile loss like that, and uh, ha- what they've learned in the process, and how the Lord really specifically helped Jeannie, who was really in a very hard place with that, mm. and caused great stress on their marriage, and how God has actually turned that also into a ministry to people who have lost, you know, children uh, through crisis, and then Bradley Stewart was uh, is a man who was born with cerebral palsy and was persecuted growing up in South Africa. And uh, he uh, was born with one leg longer than the other. Uh, but the Lord did a remac- miraculous thing in his life in which he uh, was taken to a healing crusade, and, and that leg grew out to equal the other. And over time, God has actually healed his cerebral palsy But during all those adversity days, he learned how to overcome the spirit of rejection and and is now a major leader in the area of intercessory prayer all over the world and teaches on that subject around the world. Now, you've also bringing in Simon Dixon as your worship leader. Talk to me about what people can expect for worship music as part of the whole conference on the 23rd and 24th of September. Well, it's important that we don't just give people content and information. It's an important time of of really being with the Lord, being ministered to by the Lord, and so worship has got uh, it has got to be a part of that. And so he is uh, from Virginia, uh, originally from England, and he'll be leading us in worship with each each time before our sessions. So you really have an international speaking team. I mean, the leadership team from all over, because Gerard and, and Jeannie are from London initially, right? And that That's right. right? Mm-hmm. And so you got they Simon, sure and you got Bradley Stewart from South Africa, and you got Simon. I mean, it just, that's pretty incredible. And then you got just you normal people from, you know, the South and in, in Georgia. And Pamela, where are you from originally? Pamela, where are you from originally? She's from Atlanta. She's from Atlanta. Okay, all right. So she must have gotten cut off. All right. So no, no, I'm are, are here. There? Okay, I'm, all right. I'm sorry, I'm no problem. No problem. All right. So talk to me I am about. From Atlanta. No. Okay, that's good. I'm glad you guys are from the same place because you now are married. You should be from the same city. <laughs> as, we're, as we're heading into the break, got about a minute. Talk about the perfect person who should sign up for the Joseph Calling Conference coming up in Atlanta at the Atlanta Renaissance Hotel on the 23rd and 24th of September. The perfect person is someone who is in the midst of adversity and is trying to make sense of that adversity, who needs encouragement. It could also be a businessman who works with people and uh, has a call on their life and uh, needs to understand God's processes and how God uses adversity to raise us into the larger story of our life and uh, to know some practical tools that are going to help them know how to navigate uh, those Valley of Acors that many of us get, whether we have 
uh, a Joseph calling on our life or not, we're all going to go through adversity at some level. And so this would be good for really anyone, but especially those that are in the in a season of adversity. We've got one of the speakers from the Joseph Calling Conference calling in to join Oz and Pamela. Gerard Long used to be with Alpha USA. Now he's with Awakening to God Ministries. Gerard, welcome back to I Work For Him. Tim, hi. It's good to be with you. Thank you. Yeah, you know, we ha- I had you on here. I don't even know if you remember this. It's probably 15 to 18 months ago when you were still with Alpha and you were still where you just left Alpha and you were starting your ministry and you shared a little bit of your story. I got to read your one of your books, and uh, but I'm excited to see that you and Oz have teamed up for this Joseph Calling Conference. Talk to me about what. how did the Lord move you to Awakening to God Ministries and, and what, are, what is Awakening to God Ministries all about? Well, it was through through adversity, um, and I was referred to earlier on. We we went through unbelievable um, adversity first with the suicide of our youngest son in two thousand and five. Alex was seventeen, and then uh, two years ago, the unbelievable happened when our beautiful uh, daughter Rebecca, who was thirty two years old, had a terrible accident and uh, drowned in Lake Michigan. And uh, so it, it was. It was a real. Uh, we, we describe it as a, as a valley of Baca, which is at Psalm eighty-four, the valley of weeping. From being on the top of the mountain before that, before Alex passed, we were, we, everything was going great, and then we were put, thrust into this darkness. In between Alex and Rebecca, two of my three siblings also passed. Uh, Jeannie lost her faith for a while. She um, went into terrible depression. Nearly died from a broken heart. And and so you ask the question, why? Why, God? You know, we've been serving him for 24 years. What's going on here? And God really did speak to me in that time about the eternal perspective and and having a different perspective on the things that we go through uh, in our lives. And so often we think, you know, think bad things happen in our lives. We have trouble. Jesus promises trouble. Something's wrong. And God, well, God must hate us to allow this to happen. But actually, when you look at Scripture, uh, it's actually the opposite way around, is that God is preparing you, as, as Oz was saying earlier, like with Joseph, for something great for him in this life, but also in, through eternity. So when you start having a different perspective on the things that you go through, it changes it, turns it upside down. And that helped me to go through what was a nightmare. I mean, it doesn't mean that we, you don't go through pain. Went through unbelievable pain and suffering. But, but it helps you to frame, it helps you to have grace, really. Grace is the equipping to go through these things, to keep going, to keep holding on to God, and allowing him, like with Joseph, to now use it to help other people. And that's what Awakening to God is all about, is that we want to now share the comfort, Second Corinthians 1, the comfort that God's given us, the, the perspective that God's given us, us to now help people who are suffering in the U.S., but also around the world. And so that's what we're doing. It's, it's Isaiah 61. I think you alluded it to early, earlier on. Jesus started his ministry with these words. Of the anointings on me uh, to to bring good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to release the captives, captives being people who have had things happen to them through snowfall of their own, and to bring light to the, 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 those in darkness in prison. And so I believe in these last days, that's what, God, what God's going to be doing, using people who have been through adversity, been through t- tremendous suffering. It's the cross, really. It's the cross. And then through it, we're saying, you know what, God is with us in this, and actually it's a calling, like, like I said, it's a Joseph calling. We now want to see millions of people come to know Jesus through the cross, through the cross in our own lives, what we're living ourselves, and know the reality of God's grace 
to help you through whatever you're going through, and then go and help other people. You're, so that's really it's Yeah, that's the simple story of it all. Oh, my word. And what's incredible is that you and Jeannie did make it through together, that the Lord is using you today and this incredibly painful story to encourage others. And and it's hard for, not everybody understands it. There's some people out there listening that have been through incredible pain, but not everybody has. But that's really why, you know, God never wastes any of our life experiences. Yes. And, and in your life, I, I don't want to trade places with you, Gerard. I, I don't, but so... But I, but I'm grateful that you and Jeannie are willing to share this, and that you're willing to take that stage and just be transparent and vulnerable to share this with people. What kind of people? Who of our listeners would be the best people to come and hear your yours and Jeannie's story? Well, particularly people who have uh, who are grieving and suffering through the loss of a loved one. Uh, obviously, for us, it's the loss of two of our three precious children. Uh, but also people who have maybe struggled with depression. Jeannie went through depression for many years. People who have had some touch from the spirit of, of suicide, obviously with, with through Alex, and, and a spirit of suicide touched Jeannie for many years. Uh, it was just God's grace who got her through. And, and then also people who just uh, who are suffering. I mean, suffering takes so many different forms, and you cry out to God, God, what's going on? Where are you in this? Uh, those people have got those questions those are the ones who can come because we want to pass on how God is helping us. And we're not through. We, we, we continue to journey through through this valley for God's glory. But how he provides us his grace, that's what his promise is. My grace will be sufficient for you. What does that grace look like? How does God comfort us? We share how God speaks to us day by day. How do we go to the throne of grace? That's where we receive grace to get through each day. And, and so that you can have this paradox that, Sorrowing and yet full of rejoicing as well. That's the mystery of the gospel. But it's so powerful because it's beyond anything that happens on this earth. It's, it's supernatural. And so it's anyone who's sort of asking those questions, I mean, suffering is one of the main reasons that people lose their faith or, or people uh, don't come to faith. Is how can a loving God allow suffering in this world? And we, we, we challenge that, 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 that we answer that question head on. And uh, through what we've been through, we can say, you know what, God desperately loves you and he's weeping with you on your journey. And let us explain how that looks like, what it looks like through what we've been through. So it's, it's a wide range of people, I think, who will be mightily encouraged and blessed. And I think this is what Oz, Oz and Pamela, our same hearts, we want to see people become warriors and champions for the kingdom of God. Amen. The world may have written them off. They may have written themselves off. But guess what? God hasn't written them off. And God's got a mighty plan for them. And we want to see them equipped, envisioned, and empowered to go and turn the world upside down. I love the story you know, of, of, of David and his mighty men. They started as people who were pushed out from society. They were in a mess. They were the downcast. They were the ones, the losers, if you like. And they became his mighty warriors, his mighty men who did incredible feats. And we want to see those sort of things happen across America and hopefully across the rest of the world. Mm. All right. Today we're talking with Oz and Pamela Hillman and Gerard Long about the upcoming Joseph Calling Conference in Atlanta on the 23rd and 24th of September. You can find out more about it online at marketplaceleaders.org. Just click on the Joseph Calling Conference button. There's a big ad right on the website. This is a conference for you. 
if you are have experienced adversity in your life and you're wondering why did the Lord allow that in or maybe you're heading into some adversity maybe you're at the top of your game and you're feeling really good guess what adversity's on your way if you if you pray for patience the Lord will give you patience but usually it involves adversity if you say Lord I want to be all in for you a lot of times there's adversity involved because God needs to take us from who we are to who he can more effectively use. And that's what this conference is all about, understanding this calling on your life. The depth of the adversity is usually matched with the depth of the and the intensity of the calling on your life. Marketplaceleaders.org, Joseph Calling Conference, the 23rd and 24th of September. Oz, how did you and Gerard get, how did you guys connect? Well, Gerard uh, was working with Alpha and Alpha in the Workplace, and uh, he invited me to speak to some of their events uh, several years ago, and that's where we began to connect and build a friendship, and, uh, and here we are doing something we never thought we'd be doing together. <laughs> Talk about how this applies then, gentlemen, to those work- people in the workplace that are d- just waking up to the idea, Oz, as you woke me up 10 years ago, just waking up the idea that their workplaces are mission field. How does this uh, Mar- Joseph Calling Conference apply to those marketplace believers who are just opening up the idea that, wow, they've got a calling on their life? Well, the Joseph Calling is a marketplace call. You know, Joseph was one who was elevated to second-in-command at the governmental mountain of the seven cultural mountains. And so uh, his adversity was preparing him to have influence in the culture and to be used of God to be really a savior to a nation that, uh, you know, needed salvation to that nation from starvation. And... Uh, to be a blessing to others. And so the Joseph Calling is all about uh, preparing a leader through their adversity to be a spiritual and physical provider to others, and uh, it's often a marketplace call. And Gerard, you give me your take on that, how you plan, you and Jeannie plan on making that connection to those marketplace believers as, as they understand this calling as to how it applies to them in the marketplace. Well, I, I, was, I used to work I was 30 years in banking with HSBC, and, and it used to break my heart, to be honest, that, that uh, I, I knew many people who, who were on Sundays and on Tuesday night at home group, they were really on fire for the Lord, and they go into the workplace, and they, they'd lost the vision. And uh, so Oz and I have the same heart. And so we, I, used to, I saw God do great things in the city of London when, when we got together. I got together with a friend of mine. We started praying for God's kingdom to go, and we saw... We saw a mini revival go on as as the spirit of God stirred up fellow believers. People were coming to Christ because where we are planted is where God wants us to blossom. It's no coincidence where anybody is, and so uh, it's just a tremendous potential to awaken Christ followers to God's specific calling where they are in the marketplace. And as you as you see it and as you live into it, guess what? You come alive. And I, uh, part of my story was that, that I, I said, okay, it's Matthew 6, 33, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and everything else will come. I saw that firsthand. If we go after God's kingdom first, realizing that our first calling is the kingdom of God, and to see that kingdom, obviously in a winsome way, that kingdom come into the workplace, God will take care of the rest. And I saw tremendous promotion. So it's really trusting God to his word. And, and obviously when we go through hard times, it's the preparation. We're talking today with Oz and Pamela Hillman and Gerard Long. These three are 
three out of five of the speakers at the upcoming Joseph Calling Conference in Atlanta on the 23rd and 24th of September. Listen, people in Tampa Bay, that's just seven hours north, an easy drive on I-75 until you get to Atlanta, where you can fly in really easy. Delta flies there from anywhere. No, Delta's not paying for this. I should call them and ask them to. Super easy to get there, and it's at the Renaissance Atlanta Renaissance Hotel, which Oz said is right off the airport property. Oz, as you look at this exciting conference coming up, I know there's going to be people coming from all over the country. Who should be signing up for this conference? Jim, the people that need to sign up are those people who find themselves in a difficult place trying to reconcile God's love and adversity. I find that so many times when people have something bad happen to them, the first thing they want to do is impugn the nature of God, thinking they want to blame God. And uh, that's a natural response from human beings sometimes, but it's not an accurate response in terms of who God's nature is. There are things that we need to understand and, uh, you know, to understand God's processes. And that's what I learned early on in my adversity, is that there was a process that actually God uses. And the Bible says that John 10.10 says Satan wants to steal, kill, and destroy from our lives. And yet God always turns something bad into good if we let him. Uh, You know, Jesus was the only one who made plan A. The rest of us, he turns our B plans and C plans into his A plans. (laughs) He doesn't always cause the calamity, but he does uh, promise to make something good come out of whatever uh, the devil brings our way. And it's important to understand the theology as well as the uh, understanding of how to get on the other side of it with God. And so we want to speak to those people. We want to encourage them, and we want to bring healing to their lives. Gerard, really quick before we go, who do you want to see come to that conference to hear the testimony of you and Jeannie? Well, particularly people who who are really suffering now with the loss of a loved one um, and maybe struggling with depression uh, and even even suicide, and, and just as, as I said, frankly, wondering where on earth God is with the pain that they experience in their life. Maybe it's a loss of health. You know that things that happen to you from no fault of your own. You're wondering what on earth is happening here. We'd love we'd love those folks to be able to come to to get the right understanding of where God is and what He wants to do and how to receive His grace. How to receive His grace to journey through. Um, Joni Erickson taught us a great thing, uh, well, she's many, many great things, but one of them is sometimes God permits what he hates to accomplish what he loves. Mm, and wow. so to start to understand stand what that looks like in your own personal life so that you can, can come back to be walking by faith. And in faith is victory. And God wants us to be the head and not the tail, to be living this abundance of life, even in the midst of great suffering and adversity. That's what God wants to do with each of our lives. Those are powerful words. Gerard Long, Oz and Pamela Hillman, thanks so much for being on iWork Ram today. Thanks so much for sharing all about the Joseph Calling Conference. Blessings on you guys. Thanks very much for being on today. Thank you, Jim. Bless you. Yeah, thanks, Jim. All right, as we come to the end of another I Work Cream Radio Show, I'm, I'm, I'm out of breath. Another fast-moving fast-moving call about the upcoming Joseph Calling Conference. Find out more about it online at marketplaceleaders.org. You've been listening to the I Work Cream Radio Show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower, and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for him.